Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Alt Gaming Community Podcast number 57. Take two, because we've already tried to do it before, but it didn't work very well. Uh, this is the podcast for what was originally the 2nd of February, but now is the 13th of February. So, you know, I think, I'm not sure how, have we updated any news articles? Uh, I put a little bit of quick news in, some stuff that came There we go. See, we're up to date, guys. You don't need to get your news anywhere else. It's all here. All the old stuff. If you believe that, you believe anything. (laughs) As usual, I'm joined by my co-host, Hat from NT. Hello, Hat. Hello, hello. I am sick, so if I sound weird, just uh, put a doubt with that. Oh, man. Um, And uh, joining us along with Hat is Ian and Kaito. Hi, guys. How are you? Hello. I'm doing fine. Excellent. Excellent. Welcome back. Kaito, you've been away for a little while. Yes, I have. Uh, just been busy playing other games. And yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, I keep missing the podcasts. It's fine. There's, I'm sure that the listener count is going to go up now they know you're back. It's good. It won't just be Viv and the one guy in Australia. No, you know what's going to happen now. You just your listener count is going to go down again because Kaido <laughs> is back. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to listen to it because you've heard it live. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, Ian, how are you? Uh, not bad, man. A little bit tired, a little bit hungover still, but alive. I think you should tell the listeners about the strawberry cocktail you had last night. Oh, yeah. It was, um, I suppose it was like a strawberry-flavoured white Russian almost. Uh, pink gin, grenadine, vodka, and strawberry milk. Oh. Very, very, very nice. We need to try and reenact something like that at Altland. Mm. Or whenever the whichever one you're next at. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that'd be good. Uh, how about you? How, other than having uh, the illness, you've been you had a nice week. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 been pretty good apart from ending it on being ravaged by the disease. <laughs> yeah, that's always a shame. <laughs> I'm, I've managed to avoid it, I think, so far. Although there was talk, we haven't we don't really cover COVID in this podcast, thank goodness. But there was talk about an, this new variant of a variant that's going around in China or something like, oh no, here we go again. Oh. Um, anyway, let's not worry about that. Let's go with, <laughs> uh, what I know what a couple of us have been playing. So we'll do that. We'll do the easy ones first. I've just been playing Elden Ring and nothing else pretty much nonstop. And I think Kaito, you may be the same. Have you just been playing Elden Ring? I have only been playing Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Like, before that, I've played Lost Ark, and then Elden Ring came, and then it's like, I don't want to play with you anymore. Yeah, that's you right. Know, that's that's me, what happened to me. That's where the little girl just drops the woody doll. It's like, I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> but yeah, like, there's, like, I get up, I get up, and it's like the first thought is like, I want to play Elden Ring. Yeah. If I'm not playing Elden Ring, I'm watching YouTube videos about Elden Ring and I'm reading articles about Elden Ring weapons just, and builds. Just going to bed and you're just thinking of Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> An older... It's just a type of porn, in it? Elden Ring. <laughs> Elder's Ring. Elder's Ring. <laughs> no, because uh, last night Sarah was away at um, her cousin's house or something. They had like a party for something. I can't remember what it was. And so I was in bed. I was like sitting there watching streamers until about half one, two o'clock in the morning. I was like, what the hell am I doing? Why am I still awake watching? Because like there was no reason to turn off the telly because like 
you know, Sarah wasn't there. So it was just, it was just like uh, people exploring areas. And I even like watching people do stuff again that I've already done and see how they do it or see if I've missed something or whatever. So how many anyway. of them did faster than you did? Well, not many actually, but oh, that's good. Um, it's one of those games where speed is your enemy almost. It punishes you in some ways. But um, how about you, Ian? What have you been playing these last few weeks? Um, not a great deal, to be honest. Uh, City Skylines has been um, has taken a bit. Uh, Civ Six, RimWorld, uh, and just recently resubbed to WoW Classic for um, for maybe a month or so, just to play that for a little bit. But um, but yeah, just just plodding on really. Was playing Lost Ark kind of scratched your MMO itch? You're like, ah, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go back to my bit... old favourite. Yeah, sort of, I think. Um, like, I enjoyed Lost Ark, but I think I got bored with it after, what, maybe 60 hours? No, more than that. 80 hours, I think, maybe I've put into it. That's um, a decent slog, isn't it? Yeah, how much of that was sitting in the queue to join, though? It's, oh, that's uh, a good question. It's yeah. something else. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I got pretty much to level 50, I think, and then. Just got a little bit bored, I think. Really, I think that the thing is, though, you even though you reach level fifty, you still don't unlock the end game loop, and if you don't unlock that, you just aren't doing anything. To be honest, it's just different from the WoW loop. Instead of yeah, like the weekly lockout, you just do the daily lockout, and it's like playing a gacha game. Yeah. yeah. It's like maybe that's, you, maybe that's why I didn't enjoy like, it. But. Like comparable to Genshin Impact, where you have to spend resin every day. It, instead, you just have to do your dailies every day and progress your gear. And that can be very boring or tedious for some. How much is your WoW Classic subscription? Oh, it's the same. It's always it's like a tenner a month or something. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it had gone up along with oil. You know. <laughs> it's costing uh, no. him more to run the servers now. <laughs> Not as far as I'm aware, no. <laughs> oh dear. How about you? Have, you yeah, have you been playing anything new? Um, or or old? No, um, I've jumped back on Vermintide 2 recently, playing some more ah. of that. As, uh, there's the anniversary on, so it's double XP. Just been enjoying a bit of that. Other than that, I picked up Timberborn. Which is like a city builder, um, but it's, instead of humans, it's beavers. So it's kind of like I would say like steampunk, but instead it's using like water and timber, so it's like be it's beaver punk. Wow. <laughs> beaver punk uh, colony builder, and I just recently yesterday picked up Warhammer Forty Thousand Battle Sector, which is a little like adaptation of the tabletop. It's uh, Space Marines versus Tyranids. Which I feel enjoying that as well. It's quite it's, well from what I've like played so far. It seems pretty good. Haven't got any complaints with any of them really. Yeah, that's nice. How does um mm. with Vermintide two? You said it was mm -hmm. double XP. Mm -hmm. So like, why are you spending that on, and and what's that sort of path like? So normally you've got from like level one to level thirty five, and every five levels up to level thirty you unlock a talent. Changes it. It also increases your power. Uh, every level, so like how hard you hit and that, as well as your gear. Um, 
So I've been leveling up other characters. Other than that, every time you level up, you get a chest you can that you can open, which is pretty much the same as or similar the chests that you get at the end of each mission where you get loot from them. Um, these chests do have a chance, a low chance of giving you like the red items, which are like the highest rarity, like end game items. Right. Even when you've hit thirty five, you can still like level up beyond that. You stay at thirty five, but you get a little plus next year. Right. Sure, like like prestige levels essentially, so you keep getting che- you can keep getting chests that way as well. Uh... But mostly, it's been I've been using it to level up the classes, the well, the characters that I don't play to get yeah. the max and working out a build for those of like ha- pretty much that I like. Yeah, that's cool. Um, it's a, it's pretty good. I think it's playing uh, when we did our little Left for Dead tournament. Playing that, I was like, yeah, I want to play some more Vermintide. Because <laughs> Vermintide has such satisfying melee. <laughs> Compared to like, Left 4 Dead, it was like, ah, I wish it was Vermintide. Do you keep playing the campaign now, Hat? Or are you just using the roguelike? Uh, Switching between. Now? Okay. Because the roguelike takes like an hour to finish. And while it's got a really good reward... Sometimes you just get fucked at the very end and don't really get any of the big rewards, and you're just like, "Yeah, that was a, that was a bit of a waste." Right. While, you know, you can jump in a mission and do it in like twenty minutes, a normal mission and do it in like twenty minutes, it's half like... an hour, and get a reward. Yeah. I mean, both yeah. are good. It's, it's nice to mix them up. The uh, I was looking at some of the quick news, mm-hmm. if we want to get into that. Sure. And um, one of the things we're talking about quite a lot, I guess, will be Elden Ring. And Elden Ring's sixth highest all-time concurrent players on Steam. Yep. I was just grabbing some Steam charts while we were while I was queuing up this next story. So if you look at the last 30 days, it's actually taken the second place. So that's all-time? Uh, all-time no, peak. that's the, just the last 30 days. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah, so and that's not a, it's not actually thirty days, so mm. it's from the eleventh, whereas you know most of the other games in this list have got all those days. Mm-hmm. This has only got you know about eleven days, but um, yeah, it's nine hundred and fifty-two thousand five hundred twenty-three for peak, yeah. and then the top right. slot goes to Counter Strike, which is nine nine five one six three. Third place Dota, fourth place Lost Ark, I think. But, Which um, ones are you taking this from? Uh, I've got I one know. here that shows... Uh, oh, this is the 30 days, isn't it? It's just the 30 days. Yeah, and, uh, that's yeah. COVID brain is... Yeah. But this, obviously all time is different. But I just, yeah. I don't know, you know, obviously it's interesting to get these snapshots, mm. isn't it? You know, how it all yeah. works, which is really cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Lost Ark is still more popular overall because it, it's been pop, more popular, but it's really dropped right down. Oh, yeah. So... We, if you look at like um, twenty four hours, it's... yeah, it's it's much much lower. Oh, I think like Lost Ark got hit the hardest when Elden Ring released, mm. but they it still had like, like but they still had like five hundred thousand concurrent players. I think Destiny uh, Two took quite a hit as well because mm-hmm. it just had a huge spike because of them releasing a new, brand new, like big paid for DLC, which included a brand new. Um, raid and stuff and uh, that so that had spiked and then that's dropped off again so i think games like that have taken a hit you know 
I think the weekend after Elden Ring's release was also Guild Wars 2's uh, expansion release. Oh, right, so, okay. Yeah, people tend to forget about Guild Wars 2. It, it yeah. Exists. yeah, they do. This won't be reflected in these stats either because it's outside of Steam, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, but it's more like it has... It's just like Final Fantasy XIV, it's bit in its own section. It exists. Some, that's some, that's all to say, to be honest. Yeah. It's surprising how well some games that are still doing, like PUBG, Grand Theft Auto V, Rust, you know, these games yeah. that have been around a long time and they're still holding strong. <laughs> Football Manager 2022 is right up there as well. It's in the 12th <laughs> spot, for example. Um, Naraaka Blade Point is really high up. Number, I don't know what that is, but um, it's a battle royale game. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is that the like medi Chinese medieval sort of? Yes, one? that's okay. the game. It looked interesting. That it also has like freestyle moving or like free running. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. But yeah, so obviously Elden Ring's still doing very well. Uh, Elite Dangerous console development cancelled to focus on the PC version, which I guess in some ways this is a sign of the way that the PC gaming on a PC is starting to dominate. Mm -hmm. You know, why someone like Microsoft is almost seeing it as one platform now, which is a good idea. You know, it, apart from the COVID year, it, yeah. buying a PC that could run most games really well at 1080p wasn't crazy money and it gave you access to such a huge variety of titles um and, and as a console just seemed like it was boxing you in uh, ian you played more elite dangerous than i did mm -hmm. like how well do you think that would have even worked on console like, it's but, i mean like wise. every sort of sim like that there's lots of controls it would yeah. have been very tricky on console, I think. Yeah. Um, probably lots of shift keys that give every button a double use or something like yeah. that. To hold, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Just um, all, like making it ten times more complicated. <laughs> yeah, Instead maybe. of like, you, pre you press N to get your landing gear out. It's your whole left trigger and then press Y. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you, I think about the Elite Dangerous uh, clientele. And I'm not really... I, I'm sure they're probably PC people anyway. Oh, it would have been quite a small PlayStation EXboxy Xbox -y development, <laughs> I, I imagine. Um, also, I, I don't know what the, the the current player count is for a game like that, but I, I imagine they're struggling at the moment, so yeah. they can't diverge. They probably haven't got enough funding anymore to go in two directions anyway. I know they also uh, released their Odyssey DLC expansion, which is like their ground sort of fps sort of style thing and apparently it was just shit as was the big dub is this big expansion and all that and it just it didn't just have like flopped. a lot of performance issues yeah it just it was received really poorly so i assume they were like fuck we've really gotta start focusing on this because you do see a lot i mean ian browses the star citizen reddit as well you do see a mm. lot more of people can just go and like, yeah, I tried this on a free weekend after I got pissed off with Elite Dangerous, and I'm just sticking with this now. <laughs> the the Elite Dangerous is six thousand players every twenty four hours, roughly. 
Six, that's not much. That's not um, much, is it? But for a world also, that big. You also have to consider there's also people who probably got it for free at Epic Games. So that's probably maybe then 10,000. I don't know if they've got a diverged market because I'm yeah. not sure if you have to play it through Steam or there might be a direct launcher. I, I don't know. I am not entirely sure. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't start out on Steam. No, it didn't. Yeah. Think so uh, yeah, I don't know. I, what we're I had it here. when it was. I I bought it when it was just the Frontier launcher. I think. Me too. Started. That's right. Same. Yeah. So yeah, it's. I mean, the six thousand on Steam. It's, it's not, not a real that, picture. It's, it's, it's not the whole story, but I don't no, know how not. much of the story it is. So. It looks to me like uh, in May twenty twenty one, they did their best in the last like all time. What? So from twenty fifteen when the game came out. The best ever on Steam was was uh, twenty seven thousand five hundred and sixty eight, and obviously now we're down to six thousand. But um... from from a site called MMOPopulation dot com, uh, <laughs> it works out that pretty much really dangerous is estimated to have three hundred and twenty five thousand daily players. Ah, that's a lot more like that's it. Pretty that's, very, that's very good. Yeah. Oh, although it is rapidly going down across the air. Yeah, it looks like it. it's eleven percent down every thirty days, roughly. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a bit like with every MMO, and the current trend with a lot of games is like every time it's the next big release, and everyone is chasing the next big release. Mm -hmm. This time it's Elden Ring, and maybe in a few months it's going to be a different game again. I don't think a lot of it will follow Strangers of Paradise, which is coming this week? Question mark. You know the <laughs> the the Final Fantasy shit posts Devil May Cry game. Which one? Strangers of Paradise. Final <laughs> Fantasy or Origin. Yeah. Basically, the I want to kill Chaos meme. Uh, I don't think the game will flop, but it will definitely go down as a big-ass shitpost. Fair enough. Like, the gameplay will be fine, the story will just be... <laughs> probably, like, so yank that it's good. <laughs> I recognize That's just that, like yeah. fast food. <laughs> Yeah, probably it's gonna be. Might be fun. Like, like Team though. Ninja doesn't like like the gameplay itself. It doesn't. It, it it feels nice. It's not the best. Like they did a lot better. The nin, uh, Team Ninja did a lot better with Neo, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Only like I've only played Strangers of Paradise demo for a short while, but Neo definitely outshines it already. But yeah. Uh... Uh, to, to circle back, I think most people are just keep on following the hype. Like Final Fantasy XIV will probably get like a lot of players back in two weeks, four weeks when the next patch hits. And it's also a thing with WoW. People resubscribe. People forget about all the drama. And, and there'll be quite a lot of people that play Elden Ring and complete it and then stop playing it. Yeah. You know, there'll, there'll be people that just do the MSQ and that's it. Yeah. That will happen, and it, 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 that for Elden Ring, it doesn't really matter because it's, well, it does have multiplayer, but the biggest thing is still it's single player. Of course, yeah. Um, okay, cool. Niche Gamer article here. Overwatch 2 PvP, closed beta set for April. Sign-ups now live. So if you're listening to this, and we definitely have in our Discord, we've got some long-term Overwatch fans. I know a good contingent of us used to play it every Friday without fail, pretty much. Um, we had teams going and people playing ranked quite regularly. I still see 
some of the guys like Nightfire and stuff playing it every now and again, even now. Um, so, yeah, the aforementioned PvP beta will include the most significant release we've had since launch, says Blizzard. 5v5, new hero Sojourn, new maps, new mode push, hero reworks, reworks? <laughs> reworks, and a ping system. A ping system? They're coming from the right. That's cool. Uh, anybody excited for playing Overwatch? don't think we've got an Overwatch crowd in this room, really. Mm, nah. I used to play it at launch, but after a while, I just got tedious. And I just missed Team Fortress 2 more. Like, it just made me play one, want to play Team Fortress, but it's that's already lo long past its prime, in my opinion. <laughs> Reading some of the comments here. There's more of this trash. Why make another when you could just... Add more POZ to the original. <laughs> oh dear. There's still the whole kind of like Overwatch 2 is just Overwatch. <laughs> it does seem very it, much it like that. It technically is. They even, like, the explanation was that there would also be like a PVE kind of thing, but it's technically just more Overwatch. How much do you think? Because we had a lot of, uh, like, Overwatch players in the. In our Discord. Yeah. How many of them do you think will go to Overwatch 2? It depends the model that they go for. I think if they go free to play, mm -hmm. I think they'll they'll do much better. Oh, yeah. I think if they go with what they did originally, which is, I think, 35 to £39, pounds, depending on where you bought it from. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what it's like right now at end of life, like how much it costs, but if they go, if they go with the, the kind of like traditional launch price of a full title then they're going to really struggle, I think. And it wouldn't surprise me that they're probably going that method and then they've got in their back pocket if the sales are atrocious just to flip a switch, maybe. You know what the weird thing is? During its announcement, it's that Overwatch 2 players can play with Overwatch 1 players and it's the Overwatch 2 aspect was mostly for the PvE instead of for the PvP. So technically you want people... They were selling Overwatch 2 as a PvE A game. DLC almost, yeah. Yeah. On, on game. Of... I'm sorry, I'll let you finish. Uh, nah, I think I said enough because it's going, just going <laughs> to circle back to the same thing. On, uh, on game, you can pre-order Overwatch 2 for £55. I mean, that's just ridiculous. I think they're going to really struggle at that. Mm. Really struggle. Because I know our, like, our Discord, at least, we don't see many people like playing Overwatch anymore. Like no, to. probably now it's probably about three people that play yeah. regularly, maybe four, yeah. But at one time it was like, I mean, we organized teams. It was like, yeah. okay, we've got too many people, we need to do two teams. Yeah. Because <laughs> <Yeah. one. laughs> so many people want to play. It was and, so good. Those yeah. are great times, and uh, I really miss how uh, we had so many people behind. It, it didn't have to be a class-based shooter, but a mm. shooter. Yeah. It's like the early days of PUBG when everybody was playing it. it was, I like that, that when that happens. In a game you can share with friends. Um, I was really hoping the new Battlefield would do that for us, but the last two have just been a bit poop. Everybody... I was always enlisted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do like enlisted. I love enlisted, actually. It's really it good. Actually, right. they've, just, they've just announced that the new campaign for Stalingrad with like flamethrower tanks that's <laughs> coming out soon. There you go. Uh, Bethesda announces five more years of content for Fallout 76. 
What? Uh, yeah. Flogging uh, a dead horse? Like, <laughs> how do they have enough players to justify that? Five more years. Probably the whales that are so much into the post-apocalyptia. Wow, but you'd think they'd want to be announcing that something new. Com I mean, they've got that big. Is it Bethesda that have got the big space title coming out? Yeah, they Starfield. got Starfield going for them, and that yeah, looks so... good. But yeah. I personally, I'm gonna wait for its release before even buying it because I'm just for some games I'm just too wary to even pre-order now. Like, like Elden Ring, I already assumed that it was going to be a banger, and look at that. Th look at it. I think now you were it right. Is. Yeah. <laughs> but like most games nowadays it's like do I pre-order this or do I wait it out? Cuz you you otherwise you just get like bias remorse just like with Battlefield 2042. Yeah. I mean looking at the Steam charts for Fallout 76. Looks like they're sitting at about 7 like almost 8,000 players. I did. <laughs> Yeah but... yeah, but you just need the, the the few whales to keep it going. Just like, wasn't it when when a few podcasts back, I missed many, but when with Genshin Impact, that the Americans, oh, on yeah. average, spent $2,000 a month on we Genshin playing, Impact. Yeah, we were playing, uh, paying ridiculous amounts, some people. Well, maybe that's their business model here, is to try and keep it going with online content and move to a much more you know, regular purchasable type things for these players to give them a regular income. Just drip feed the content. Just, yeah, and give them things to spend money on all the time. Who knows? Surprising to hear that piece of news, though. <laughs> yeah, I thought it would be. I mean, they're owned now by Microsoft, so basically it's come probably comes out of Microsoft's pocket now. That's yeah, true. that's true. That's true. They can probably fund it a bit. And you can play it on Game Pass, so, you know. Ah, that's that's good. Yeah, that's probably yeah, that's probably a factor. Like another great title to keep for a game pass. Yeah, keep it interesting. Um, right, Gamescom 2022 is returning to an in-person show. Promises extensive digital program too. So, see if this is a benefit at all. Like, so Gamescom's in Germany, is it? Yes, but so. what would be the in-person show? Does it mean that all the companies also go there and place their yeah. uh, booths and setups and everything? Yeah. I, I can't wait for more Ubisoft <laughs> cringy sort of... Just I'm reading just this Niche thing. Gamer article, right? Entertainment area and business area, as well as additional sections, including cosplay, retro, indie fans, uh, with a unique festival feeling of Gamescom on site. Gamescom shows like Gamescom, Open Night Live, Gamescom Studios, and Gamescom Awesome Indies, with a live audience on site, as well as streams, broadcasts on numerous channels. Uh, bundled Gamescom content on the Gamescom Now website, maybe? Interactive quests on all Gamescom channels, and attractive rewards in the context of Gamescom Epics, spelt with an X. I don't know. Maybe if you've been to more Gamescoms, you, you, this is what you want to expect from it. I think yeah. uh, Specky's been with his, some of his, the guys I mean, from CGC. It's, it's fun to go to such a large game event, but I'm also like... Uh, it's bold of them to do this. 
So there's, there's, oh, even though COVID is going down, it, it's, it's still a bit. Uh, oh yeah, it's still here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, and it, it, it's just a kind of, eh, what are you sure you want to do this on such a large scale? I think planning anything like this, you know, the, one of the which is a huge investment, isn't it? And a shit ton of time and and everything. Um, I'd be scared on this scale. I think what we do with our little events, it's probably not a big deal if we have to cancel it or whatever and yeah. move it. But on these kind of like, this is we're talking, you know, multiple millions of pounds involved here, euros. This is, I mean, there could just be another spike and then it's all none of it's happening. <laughs> isn't, Germ isn't Germany not doing that good COVID-wise? Yeah, COVID-wise Germany is doing badly. Yeah. So for the Netherlands, it's like, why would you want to organize TwitchCon Amsterdam in the same, in that same sense because it's just still pretty bad. We've got this new kind of saying, isn't it? The living with COVID approach which is what is seems to be the direction yeah, this is going. The, the, the problem is also that the government, well, okay, I'm not going to put more politics in here, just I, I personally I think this is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, well we'll see if it actually happens. What's the proposed date for it it shouldn't be normally august like gamescom uh, is august, august 24th to 20th oh the bank holiday weekend <laughs> right well uk bank holiday weekend i don't know what it is okay and and like the the pre-week itself is the big um interview showcases that's really, okay yeah, yeah. people launching like you have content. the you have the open to visitors part which is like those three days and a few days before that is all the game announcements and such it's like the european e3 yeah 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 all right well that's our quick news Woohoo! that was so quick <laughs> wasn't too bad that's what she said that's what she said yeah okay so one of our main stories and um I suppose me and Kaito will probably talk about Elden Ring for a bit in a minute. But um, COD news, Call of Duty news. Hat, do you want to take this one? Sure. Uh, so Call of Duty, they've announced that there's a Modern Warfare sequel and that there is a new Warzone that is coming out this year. Well, it's we know where that is. It's in the Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Too soon. That is quite too soon. So that's why all the Russian tanks keep getting taken out. They're just not ignoring the circle. It's not the end. Oh, They're in the blue zone. <laughs> oh, we dropping Kiev boys. <laughs> oh, can I have Herbie Butter? Um, Woo! Right, yes. right, right, right. So. There was cult, the last Modern Warfare game that came out was a prequel to Modern Warfare, but then they're doing a sequel to Modern Warfare. But Modern Warfare had two sequels, Modern <laughs> Warfare 2 and 3. So where does Modern Warfare sequel fit in the Modern Warfare clusterfuck that is Call of Duty now? It's a dream within a dream within a dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know. That's so confusing. Okay. Ian, you're clever. Could you work it out? <laughs> Um, no. Insert that gif of Alan from The Hangover now with his <laughs> mask going around him. 
I mean, I, I'm really glad that they're reinvesting in Warzone, yeah. generally, because I think it's a great title for them, and it's probably the future of the game. <laughs> you know, oh, which is, uh, that's a great thing they need to do. I mean, they're, they're, some of the work they've been doing on the current iteration hasn't been very well received and has had a lot of criticism. Oh, you mean for Warzone? Yeah, the, the current style of it's sort of like a jungle uh, map, mm-hmm. uh, like EUG, Iwo Jima kind of like style. Right. Um, it hasn't been that well received, and I think they've been struggling with a lot of weapon balance issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I feel like they just do that to create new stories. True, you know, it, it creates this huge wave of content, doesn't it? If it, one weapon that they release becomes a bit overpowered, everybody makes a video about it. There's loads of build videos about it. All the streamers start using it. Nerf Everybody's it moaning about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Something else gets or buff something else. Oh, that's yeah, broken we just keep buffing everything. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm glad to see that they're investing because I mean I know myself and Ian had some great time playing uh, Warzone when it first came out. You know, it was really yeah. really good. So I'd be happy to revisit that at some point right. in the next cycle. Um, COD what, and other Blizzard what? games will keep coming to PlayStation. Yeah, I imagine that's just the big money sellers to. But they were like, yeah, everyone's going to buy these. We're going to make lots of money on them. They're not really console. I, I think also oh, Microsoft it's... just doesn't want to start the whole discussion about gatekeeping. Yeah. But, you know, and also, why why turn away all that revenue? You'd just be stupid. If you're, you just spent a shit ton of money on Blizzard, you might as well get some money back. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I... I it's almost obvious, but it's worth mentioning because people might be panicking. Um, I feel like so, like Bethesda is a smart thing to like. Oh, then their new games keep on Xbox because when a new Bethesda game comes out, that is a big thing because they only release them once every like twelve years, <laughs> and then we release yeah. it every other year. Um, so that's a smart thing because people will get excited. Oh yeah, I can't wait to play it. Oh no, can't. Play it on this after get an Xbox for it and all that, but they like Call of Duty that it's just it's, a, it's such a yearly thing that it's kind of just always there in the background unless you're really into Call of Duty. Not many people really pay much attention to it. I think they all they'll pick it up on like on sale and play it. It never used to be yearly, but it's it's the the kind of like the modern way of doing it is to mm-hmm. evolve the current release rather than release a new title. So yeah, the game as a service element, as as we've talked about before, is is more obviously for them more lucrative. Although yeah. it must be quite hard slave driving those developers to keep generating oh, the yeah. content. <laughs> Get back in your booth! <laughs> oh no, I've got a Microsoft guy telling me I don't have to do it anymore. You evil man! I, t- I mean, there was a thing where people like, wasn't Apex getting complained that when it first came out because it didn't have the sort of as much content coming out as frequently as like Fortnite and that, and then there was this whole thing of how much crunch there is for the devs on Fortnite just to pump out these skins and little oh, events and things like that. That that got released like before even Apex got out. Oh, it's, it's, it's it's just still really bad practice. Yeah. That people are crunching so much just to add some more skins or kits to money, money, <laughs> money. Thanks, Epic. Sacrificing your developer's life, uh, health, so we can, have, so kids can run around as Iron Man. 
And so shoot kids Naruto. can bully each other into getting skins. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, right, Platinum Games. Uh, Ian, are you a Platinum Games fan? As a developer, does that? Is I've that... never heard of them. Never Mid- heard of them. Bayonetta, Metal Gear Ryzen. Ah, uh, no then. No one. Kaito? <laughs> I've definitely played my fair share of Platinum Games. I'm just really sad that Square Enix has fucked up their latest game. Which one's their latest? Avalon's one? Fall. Avalon's Fall, I'm not. <laughs> It's a live surface action game by Platinum Games, and it's published by Square Enix. And it's basically worse than Avengers the game. Rough fucking hell. So, so Kaito, were you excited a long time ago to play a game called Scalebound, but then it never happened? I don't think I've heard of Scalebound, to be honest. There was the sort of dragon riding sort of game that Platinum yeah. were making for uh, alongside Microsoft, and then Microsoft pulled out, so the game got cancelled, essentially. Mm-hmm. I only saw little bits of it. I don't think it was Can't that say fun. I've even heard of the title. Well, they do want to still make it for people that are excited for it. And, um, you know... Hopefully, <laughs> Phil Spencer of uh, with the this man man on the wallet for Xbox games can um, or Microsoft Studios, whatever they call it, he'll uh, he'll fund it maybe. I'm, well, I'm open. I always like Platinum games. They always have very fluid combat and it's always enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just wish that they would port like Bayonetta over to PC or Bayonetta two and three, sorry, over to PC. Yeah, you. you I, I, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like Nintendo really did a good move with that, like claiming oh, yeah. the Bayonetta IP and also essentially saving it. It's a big, uh, like a big franchise now for Nintendo, isn't it? Yep. It's in a lot of different. Well, Smash Bros. I'd say. I think I don't follow much Nintendo stuff. It, it, well, Nintendo fans were on heavy copium, to be honest. <laughs> Like they were wait, like they were also like just like the Elden Ring fans, the Bayonetta fans were on like some very strong copium, waiting for news. <laughs> and then it came. So we've got a few minutes left of the podcast, and I'd like to maybe go use that for a little bit of Altland promotion. But also, I'd like to talk to Kaito about Elden Ring very quickly. Mm-hmm. You, you, you've played all the other Souls games, I take it. Yes, except for Demon Souls because I never had a PS3. Nor no, do I have I, a PS5. I, no, I didn't have a PS3. I never played Demon Souls. But um, yeah, so I mean, obviously you've got some experience there from the from the developer from software. So yeah. you know what they've done here is you know uh, in your eyes a great step forward. I I was hyped regardless, but I didn't think they nailed the open world concept quite that that well because it's just fun there's nothing on the map there's just like here's your checkpoints and that's it and i i kind of like that it just it's fresh again because like now with open world games it's like go here go to this camp clear this clear that and this is just more dark go, souls go wherever and, you want <laughs> yeah go wherever yeah. you want suffer in in if hell you want to suffer suffer yes exactly <laughs> it's just go free and just 
like there is just also no compromise in the fact that like the um, big areas where it's supposed to be for the story they're all expensive they're all complex still and there's so much to explore in the open world bits it just feels like parts of the game are placed with thought about it and not because like here are some enemies go for it no it's it just feels like oh we fought actually thought about these enemies like, yeah how, to, how these are placed and such and and little rewards for players that think oh you know what i'm just gonna go down this dark crevasse and just see maybe there's something at the ah oh, there's a dungeon in here there's this little door in the middle of the rock mountain and you're like oh yeah like they give you little rewards for exploration which feels really good um i heard there's over 500 bosses in the game which is kind of crazy yeah like uh, like there are like a lot of reused bosses but that's not really a problem given that it's still part of the open world but like for the major locations the bosses are less reused yeah the important sort of signature main story quest type bosses yeah. yeah um but yeah you would you if you were giving it a rate rating out of 10 what would you give it <laughs> the best new souls game to date how many okay. elden rings out of 10 yeah how many rings <laughs> nice i like it infinite rings <laughs> no but like it 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 really shows that they actually put, uh, aside from some bugs and glitches, it really shows they actually put thought in a lot of stuff. And it's basically more Dark Souls, and they improved their craft. It, there's, it really shows improvements. Like I, with each, for each for game. me, it, for me, it gets, uh, I'm going to give it nine and a half owlies out of ten. <laughs> and the only reason it doesn't get full marks is because it doesn't have ultra-wide monitor support. Um, which I would have expected from a brand new title launching in 2022. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a there's a limit to the number of um, summons. Um, in old games, you used to be able to use something called a dried finger or something, and that would increase the number of people that you could have in. And um, they haven't, or at least it's not been found yet. They haven't got anything like that in this in this game. So you're limited to two summons rather than three. So. That's the only two things I've, I'd like to say that, you know, out of everything, it's absolutely amazing. But it's just, I'd just give it half a mark less for that reason. I mean, that's still a really good thing. For me, like, it's a really good game. It's, like, rare for these releases to be this good on launch. Aside from the bad decision for using DirectX 12, which causes most of the stuttering and uh, easy anti-cheat. The game runs fine otherwise. And the game performs well, and I think even a toaster can run it. And with a toaster, I mean like a GTX 1050 or something. <laughs> like it runs pretty well on a lot of uh, on a wide range of specs, which is yeah surprising given it's 2021 and you can still run this game well with like a five to five year old hardware. Yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine uh, devs these days optimizing a game. <laughs> yeah. Well, from software has been notoriously bad with PC ports, to be honest, and they definitely dropped the ball on what engine to choose. That that's the only bad thing they did. Outside of that, the game is excellent. Uh, cool. 
Uh, well, I'll talk about Outland, but Ian, how, have you got anything else you'd like to bring up? Um, no. We can all talk about Outland. I mean, yeah. you know, we've, we're starting to plan it. We've um, we've been getting our notepads out and working out some of the bits and pieces for what we're going to do on which days and all that sort of stuff. And what do we need? And how many rashes of bacon have I got to buy? You know, that kind of stuff. I don't know the answer to that yet because we're still we selling don't tickets. It, don't want an irrational amount. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, we've got uh, our traditional Altlan weekend is on April 15th, and that would be a Friday. Arrive, unpack if you've got anything, open and open or mix your first drink, and then you're done until you go home on Sunday afternoon. Um, yeah. What do we? What do you need to know? I suppose we've got a venue in Birmingham. It's ticketed. It's bed and breakfast. You can bring your computer if you want for a little extra fee. You can have a set that up and do a land thing. Bring your own uh, drink. Bring it to bring your own booze event. We don't have a bar. There's no, you know. So it's not. Um, you can. There's a microwave and a fridge, uh, but you can order takeout. There's plenty of options nearby. And um, yeah, we'll just we'll set up some games on stage. Challenges you. Uh, some drinking games, we'll play some beer pong, we'll play some nail game, we'll probably do a big fat quiz on Saturday night, which will be a good laugh, and we'll have a good old sing-song. We've got karaoke, we've got rock band. Um, Unlike most lands where you've got to break, take a tent and you've got to camp outside, our venue has lots and lots of beds, so and they're all included with the tickets. Yeah, we encourage you just to at least use just one, at yeah. most two. <laughs> Other than some people that seem to be in about three bedrooms. I'm like, how are you doing? <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, we've got, we've got, uh, they, they are bunk beds, but we've got, um, it's like a, I suppose an activity center. So uh, yeah, and it's got plenty of bedrooms. I think it's got 60 beds. Yeah, I think we so, worked out around 60 beds last, yeah. last time. So more than enough room for everyone. And it didn't have very good internet, so we got... Um, a Starlink. We bought one of those and had it installed. So we're now getting about a hundred down um, and about fifty up via via the space satellite system, which is pretty cool. So we've got decent internet now. Definitely good enough for you to play anything. Oh yeah. I think the pings around about. I think us. I, I think we're looking at about a sixty millisecond ping, which isn't terrible. Um, so it's, it's definitely doable. We all have a little little side off room where people can play board games and that. If you want to bring your own, I know I'll be bringing, I'll be bringing some of my collection. So if anyone wants to play stuff, it'll be set up in there. Uh, and that's probably about it for the main. I mean, it's hard to describe it if you've not been to an old land before. You've been to another land. It's to, it's not really like any of the other lands. We try to make it much more sociable. It's more fun. <laughs> no, it depends what people's idea of fun is. Some people might just want to play Rocket League all weekend. That's true. You know, <laughs> maybe we're not the right place for that because you'll probably be interrupted. But if you want but, to come um, and have drinks and just have a good time, play some games, socialize, it's perfect for that. Very, very good. So, yeah, if you do, if you're interested, uh, www.altland.co.uk. And if you're in our Discord, I've created a new room for us uh, to post questions and get information, which is um, called Outland 9. And in there, I've got information on our PayPal links for pay 
you know extended pay periods you can pay in three installments and all that sort of stuff and you can chat to other people that are going so yeah grab your tickets now already got mine yeah <laughs> uh yeah that takes us to nearly six o'clock um just, just 45 minutes <laughs> just perfect yeah. yeah not just just over maybe but not bad uh other than that we'll see you probably uh the end of march i guess for another one yeah a couple of weeks time yeah we'll have another one bad little delay with this one due yeah to yeah we, we tried errors. to record it while we were away and it didn't go very well <laughs> yeah audio was just scrapped so it was absolutely terrible yeah <laughs> I'll keep that in the archives for the release one day. <laughs> Just drunk and static. The one yeah. that never made it out. I, I joined the channel while you were recording that one, and it was fucking horrendous to listen to. <laughs> everyone was echoing through everyone else's mic. It was terrible. It just I sounded shit. So <laughs> I opened it up and I played it back in my headphones. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I could have maybe tried to manually mute and unmute people as they were talking for the full hour or whatever but it's like no way it was never going to be good <laughs> never going to be good we'll just do another one we'll do it again <laughs> screw it we'll do it live screw it well ian enjoy playing wow and uh hat enjoy playing vermintide and oh, me and kaito will carry on with our what's your character soul level kaito oh let me check 126 fuck's sake get a job <laughs> I um, wish I got a job. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm 75. Not even close. I'm not oh, even dear. close to the fuck to the end. Like, <laughs> maybe like 70% done with the map. Okay. Okay. Nice. And um, yeah, we'll see you all in a few weeks. Thanks for coming out, everybody. And um, thanks for listening and downloading. And we'll see you all next time. Bye bye. Anyways, see ya. Bye.